You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. And make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from special guest, Pastor Jerry Mural from the Way of Holiness Church in Buchanan, West Virginia. Whelmed by the presence of the Lord in the house. I just want to talk to you for a few minutes tonight about, if I ever get this thing to open right, <laughs> we are more concerned if we're not careful about what people think about us than what God thinks about us. I heard a quote last week. It said, I would rather be hated by the world and judged by the world than to be judged by God and loved by the world. And we forget sometimes that what is important is not what people think about us, but what God thinks about us. And I've watched so many people destroy what God would do in their life rather than offend a friend, a neighbor, a loved one, because they're more concerned about what those people think than they are what God thinks. And and I really appreciated tonight the worship team. I'm kind of proud of those folks. Amen. It's an honor to be here. If you have your Bibles, the book of Philippians chapter 2, beginning with the third verse, and I just want to say reputation or character. Philippians 2, 3, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. The Greek says he literally emptied himself. Say that with me. Made himself of no reputation. Taking the form of a bondservant, coming in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth. And every tongue would confess that he's the Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus was not focused on public opinion. He was focused on his mission. Each of you tonight, you have a call on your life. There are certain people that God has assigned you to reach. It's not just the preacher's job. And you've got to be more concerned about the mission that God has given you than what people think of you. Amen. 
You know, I look through the Bible and, and some of the people in the Bible, they really had their reputation trashed. You remember Joseph in the Old Testament? He went to prison as a rapist. He's jailed as a sex offender. But he kept his integrity. Matter of fact, the reason he went to prison and the reason he was falsely accused is because he would not be a sex offender. He would not commit adultery. So sometimes you may think, well, I've done the best to do the right thing and it seems like everything's turning out wrong. Listen, the story is not over yet. He maintained his integrity. Even though his reputation was trashed, his character was being developed by God for a purpose. David, he's called an outlaw. After he kills Goliath, he's hiding out in the cave. King Saul's got an army after him. The Philistines are after him. His brothers are mad at him because they were jealous they didn't get chosen to be anointed by the prophet Samuel. But yet God saw a man after his own heart. Did you know Paul was called a false apostle? They didn't believe him. Now, if you think that's bad enough, look at some of the things they called Jesus. Illegitimate. Demon-possessed, Samaritan, <laughs> Beelzebub, Prince of Devils, Lord of the Flies. They called him a drunkard and a glutton. But he didn't allow that to stop him for the mission that he was here for. He came to purchase our salvation, and he didn't allow what people said about him to affect him at all. Don't be affected by what people say, because you're going to destroy your life. Listen, if you care more about your reputation than you do your character, you'll turn into a people pleaser and a hypocrite. How many of you know that we've got politicians that care more about their reputation than their character? Huh? Jesus said this in John 15, 18, if the world hates you, you know it hated me for it hated you. If you are of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world and I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said unto you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. But if they kept my word, they'll keep yours. You know, I'd like to call your attention to uh, King Saul in the Old Testament. King Saul was disobedient to the Lord and the prophet Samuel told him, the kingdom's gonna be taken from you. You didn't listen. To be obedient is better than sacrifice. But Saul said this, and I want you to get this. He said, Samuel, come over here and stand by me. I'm paraphrasing. So the people will respect me. You see, he's more interested in the respect and the applause of people than he is his relationship with God. David, later on, sins just as grievously, but he's real about it. He says, cast me not away from thy presence. Saul says, don't take my kingdom from me. Don't take my respect from me. I care what people think. David says, I just don't want to be cast away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. He said, then I'll teach transgressors your way and sinners will be converted unto you in Psalm 51. In other words, when you mess up and you do the wrong thing, if you're going to be honest about it and you're going to be real about it and you confess to people that you've made mistakes, how many of you can help somebody else is struggling? 
But I'm at, I had a preacher tell me, it was several preachers when I was a very young preacher, well, don't, don't, don't be too transparent with people. Don't let people. Listen, I, I've gotten up in church and told the whole church about losing my temper and having an attitude and messing up in my house with my kids. Why would I do that? I've got five kids. They're all grown now. G-R-O-A-N sometimes. I didn't want him to grow up to say that dad was a different person at home than he was at church. And I'd rather you'd think less of me knowing that I make mistakes and I mess up and I'm not all that I need to be and give the glory to him rather than come out here like I'm such a saint and I've got it all together. And, and, and let me give you a little, uh, a little clue here when it comes to ministry. Real ministry is never self-promoting or self-defending. There's some preachers I've listened to, if they hadn't told me how great they were, I would have never known it. <laughs> Mama used to say, watch out for eye specialists. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 5, for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. So anytime a preacher promotes himself or a ministry promotes themselves, and all they talk about is what they have accomplished and how great they are and how wonderful they are, just get away from that. Because my job is to lift up the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is high and exalted and above all, and he's the only one deserving of the praise, the honor, and the glory. Hallelujah. And I'm just somebody that I've been saved by grace. Apostle Paul said, I was chiefest of sinners. But he saved me, so it would be an example to you that he can save you. Listen to what he says in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 12, and then we'll go down to verse 18. We dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves. They, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves, are not wise. In other words, I have an attitude, and I don't want to forgive Sally over there for what she said to me or what she said to my wife, which would make me even madder, huh? But you know what? At least I'm not as bad as that Robert fella. <laughs> and this is a true story, Robert. I had people warn me about you years ago. So he, if you knew him, you know what? I thought, hallelujah, if everybody's saying good things about you, something's wrong. But how many know we'll find somebody else in the congregation that's a little more off than we are, and so we'll feel a little better about ourselves? Yeah, I'm a gossip, but they're a cheat. <laughs> you know, I'm frugal and conservative, but they're stingy. They're lustful, but I just admire God's creation. <laughs> Can we be real? You can always compare yourselves with other people and find somebody a little worse off than you are and feel a little bit better about yourself. You remember Johnny Cash's old song, I, I Had to Find My Cleanest Dirty Shirt? Anybody old enough to remember that? <laughs> and that's what we do, you know. You know, I could be walking down the street and be pretty sweaty and messed up and not very clean, but see somebody just got off work in the mines, I look pretty clean next to them. 
And that's what we do in the body of Christ. Rather than be real and come before God, say, God, I need your grace. I need your mercy. And you're dealing with me about this. And I want to make this right. We'll say, well, yeah, I know this ain't quite right, but I want to hold on to it. So I find somebody worse than me. I compare myself with you all. And that's stupid. Paul said it nice. That's not wise. Amen. I told the church this morning, I said, they called Jesus Beelzebub. Of course, a demon from West Virginia is Beelzebubba. <laughs> Listen, they said all this about Jesus. 2 Corinthians 10.18 says, he is not... For not he who commends himself is approved, but whom the Lord commends. Isn't that awesome? They said all those things about Jesus that I read to you earlier. Called him everything but the Son of God. But one day the Father said, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So it really don't matter if you hate me and you don't like everything I have to say tonight. What I want to hear is the Father say, that's my Son and I'm proud of him. Now listen, 1 Peter 2, 21 through 23, for this, to this you were called because Christ suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should live your best life now and not have any problems. If you're a Christian, it's everything will be fine. I've read that translation somewhere or heard it. That's not what it says, though. Leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. When he reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he didn't threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. I was told a story that somebody came to Abraham Lincoln and one of his cabinet members that he had appointed had called him a fool. And they expected the president to get all upset and rail against that person. And you know what Mr. Lincoln said? He said, well, I really respect his that man, and I believe he's a wise man. So if he said, I'm a fool, I'm probably a fool. See, he disarmed by not defending himself. One time when I was a young preacher, there was another preacher in town who told everybody I didn't pay my bills and couldn't be trusted. And they didn't have any proof of that. They got it from one of their members who got mad at me and left our church and went to their church. Now, that don't ever happen in Shinston. Only in Buchanan do people go from church to church when they get mad at the preacher. But I got all self-righteous, and I called that preacher, and I told that preacher all, and told him how dare they repeat gossip, and how dare they. And as soon as I hung up the phone, the Holy Ghost convicted me, and God said, if you wouldn't have defended yourself, I could have defended you. All you did is make yourself look small and more guilty. All right? There's this guy in the Bible that I really like. His name is Peter. And he messed up in front of everybody. He cursed, he denied the Lord three times. But you know what? He also repented. He wept bitterly. He sought the Lord. Jesus reaffirmed his calling on his life and he was 
transparent. And at Pentecost, when he preached repentance, he knew what repentance was because he just experienced repentance and God added 3,000 souls to the church in that one message. Are you for real? You know, there's a man in the Bible in the book of Acts named Barnabas. Actually, his name was Joseph, but he was such a consoler and he had such character that they began to call him the son of consolation. Barnabas, when nobody else believed that Saul of Tarsus, who became the apostle Paul, was saved, Barnabas went to him and brought him and the elders together and did some amazing things. Barnabas traveled with the great apostle Paul, but Barnabas went and sold everything that he had and gave all that he had to the ministry because he was a man of character. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that. But there was a husband and wife in the same church that wanted the reputation. You got to hear this because it's serious. They wanted the reputation that Barnabas had, but they didn't have the character that Barnabas had. So they kept back part of the money for themselves and bragged to folks, I gave it all. You be careful when you go to bragging about what you've done. Because they didn't lie to man, they lied to the Holy Ghost and they both fell dead because they valued reputation above character. So, let God develop your character. Point three, while people trash your reputation. Romans 12, 18, it, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. <laughs> I love that because he's being real. How many of like some people do you just have to get away from because you can't get along with them, no matter how hard you try? But as much as possible, it's your, it's your responsibility for you to love and forgive and do the right thing, isn't it? Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. And I, I'd like to come, sometimes use that without adding, saith the Lord, you know. Now, you've never felt that way, but I have. Therefore, if your enemy's hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Jesus says in Luke 6, 26, Woe to you when all men speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Now listen to me. We're moving into era in America like we've never experienced in our history before. That if you just believe in traditional marriage, let me say that differently. If you just believe in biblical marriage and you believe that's the only way and you just believe that life begins at conception and that baby's precious even before it's born, now you're considered a hater, a bigot, and evil. Here's the question. Are you going to stand and be loving and not change what you believe, but still speak the truth in love? It's a day that I've seen a lot of, even churches and ministries just cave in, won't address any controversial subject. Oh, we can't say that. What, what might happen? Well, what might happen? 
You might see somebody delivered from perversion if you've got the guts to preach against it. Beware when all men speak well of you. I said this this morning, I want to say it again. I could sum this message up in two words. Be real. Amen. Quit being concerned about your reputation. But the Bible says a good name is to be chosen rather than silver. Yeah, that's your character being developed. And it's okay if people can see Christ in you. But if they do, Jesus said when they see your good works, they're not supposed to brag on you. They're supposed to glorify your Father, which is in heaven. But we're too self-focused. And because we're too self-focused, we're more concerned about our reputation than our character. Matthew 10, 24 through 26, a disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If they called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore, do not fear them. Hear this. Hear this promise. This is very important. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and nothing hidden that will not be known. You might hide your dirt now. You might be a hypocrite and you might be more concerned about pleasing people now. But there's coming a day when you will stand before God and I'm praying from our little town in Buchanan to Shinston all the way to the White House in Washington, D.C. that God will fulfill his promise and rip the covers off all the iniquity and the hidden sin and the garbage and we'll know where people really stand. So, if you're only concerned about your reputation, you're not going to develop character or have a good reputation because God will pull the covers off. Everything done in darkness will be brought to light. And Jesus said, pray for those who despitefully use you. Sometimes, uh, Pastor Robert, I'd like to pray some of those old psalms about, you know, sending judgment and fire and wrath on them. But that's not how he wants me to pray for him. Remember the disciples said, Lord, can we call down fire out of heaven? And Jesus said, you don't know what spirit you're of. Son of man didn't come to destroy men's lives, but to save men's lives. The world wants to say we're haters, we're bigots, and we're evil. And there's enough religious people that are to give them ammunition. Let Christ's character develop your character and let Christ be seen in you. For it matters more what you are when nobody's around and it's just you and God than who you pretend to be in front of everybody else. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. 